VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So, the Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> okay. I want you to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Desperate Flight Podcast. You like apples? Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We got the crew here. We got Pops, Uncle Tony, LJ. What up? I'm Kevin. We, uh, hey guys, football season is, we are now no more weekends without meaningful football games from here until, I guess, February. We got college football. Don't know there's a game in. Nebraska and Northwestern are playing a game in Dublin, Ireland this weekend. Oh, I bet really? that's fun. I bet that's good. The players probably love that. You know, and a, and a fun fact about it, I was I was uh, scrolling through the old Twitter machine, and I don't know if you knew this, but drivers in Ireland, when they're new drivers, they have to put an N on their car for novice. And it's a red N that looks just like Nebraska's <laughs> oh, in. Okay. And so I can only imagine Nebraska <laughs> fans are going to get there and be like, I did not realize we had such a following in Ireland. <laughs> like they're everywhere. Oh, and it's I, almost identical. There's little ends on all these cars everywhere. And it looks like a bumper sticker or something. It just, I found that hilarious. I just hope Nebraska fans think they got a big following. <laughs> um, and then of course, NFL neck. No, two weeks. We're like a week, a little over a week away from the, from the first Thursday night. Is that correct? Two weeks, yeah. So we're Two getting, weeks. We're getting, we're getting close. We're getting close. So today we have. I'm sure we'll have some just stupidity for you at some point, but also we're gonna we're gonna start looking at making some picks for this year's NFL season. Maybe some division winners. Maybe some spicy takes. I already know one from LJ. I, I think it could get the. Uh, if you listen to the Making the Greens podcast, I don't think they'll agree with this take from LJ. But uh, <laughs> we'll get to that a little later. I do need to start. I need to make a statement, guys. All right, let's hear it. So I just want to get in front of this All right. before it gets out of control. But um, on the last podcast, okay, I said I could beat a cow okay. in a fight. Yeah, me. We were asked just just if you if you missed it, LJ asked asked the group. Yeah, what's what's the largest animal you think you could beat in a fight without any weapons? So just just you and the you, animal, your bare hands, and yeah, just you and the animal. I said I could beat a cow. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm backing off that statement. But I think but you said you could kick a cow's ass is what I think <laughs> I you did. said. Kick a, a cow's, cow's ass. Me. <laughs> and I've had some feedback. <laughs> These are from uh, from people who have a cow. Concerned sources. <laughs> concerned, concerned friends. We'll, we'll call them that. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, Dylan texts me. And after listening to the podcast, friend of the pod, friend of the pod Dylan texts me and said, Word for word, you must have dipped off into DMT on your last <laughs> podcast because there ain't a single hair on your ass or away in hell you're whooping a cow. Then he followed that up with, if you're confident, I can arrange it. <laughs> so, 
he seems fairly confident that I will, would not win that fight. As LJ's made it clear, he uh, and, also and does in the cow business, I think, isn't he? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he uh, knows cows pretty well. He knows a cow. Yeah. So his money's uh, on the cow. Another, another friend of the podcast, Cody. We have multiple Cody's that are friends of the podcast. This one's from Cody Lewis. He texted me and said, so dad has a cow in his pasture that I would love for you to whoop that bitch's ass because she's mean. <laughs> and I said, I told him I'm not as confident as I was before. And he said, let me just say this. She's one and those so far. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm much less confident in my ability to beat a cow. That's what, what I want to get out there now. I'm not saying I'm for sure losing. But I'm not as confident as I was uh, oh, two weeks ago. Funny. That's too funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just felt like I should have get in front of that now. Yeah. Because apparently the listeners all were like you and just laughing at my <laughs> dumb ass for thinking I could beat a cat in a fight. But cows can't fight. I don't think cows can fight. I still think I'd have a decent shot jumping on their back and putting in a headlock. They won't even notice. Well, I happened to see your buddy, friend of the podcast, Dylan, today, and I would love for him to put that together. <laughs> I would come out and watch. LJ also, LJ also laid out, he kind of put himself out there. He said, if I fight this said cow, if Dylan arranges it and I fight the cow, he will fly to wherever that is and personally cook that cow for yep, me. Yep, <laughs> I'll make the steaks. I'll make the steaks. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So... Well, it sounds like and a also, big I think LJ's I think we'll be hungry. If I'm gonna be honest with I, you. I, I, <laughs> bring your own meal. Vegetables, yeah, just in case, you yeah. know. I, yeah, I think that's the way you launch a YouTube channel, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Me versus a cow. You versus a cow. It might be a short YouTube channel. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it's a, a mini series, if you will. <laughs> Um, but all we can right, start let's get being the Canadian geese. Maybe we'll start. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> let's get into some football talk. So, what we're going to do here's what I, here's the way I want to go about it is um, we're going to pick a winner. Each pick a winner for the division. All right, and we'll we'll write them down and we'll re- we'll circle back at the end of the year and see how we did. Yep. But also for the second question, and this is one I'm I'm, I'm workshopping this. So tell me what you guys think. Either we can go with like. And you don't have to have a second answer, but you can have a you have a hot take for the division, or just like a most interesting team, most interesting take. Do y'all have like, y'all have yeah. Yeah. an opinion on just just one of those? Yeah, let's just fire uh, away. Yeah, just like that. Go get them. So I've got, I got debates on who's going to win a conference. So yeah, but, but yeah. good. I'm glad yeah. somebody got. Some I got some picks from Prestige Worldwide as well. So great. All yes. right, good, good, yes. good. Put them on. By the way, speaking of Prestige Worldwide. We're going to kind of get into the nitty-gritty here, so we're just talking wins and losses. We're just saying we think X team will win the division, which just means they have more wins. But if you're getting ready, it's draft season. It's time. A lot of these fantasy people, you know, you're getting ready to draft. You want to beat your friends. There's a podcast out there mm-hmm. that's going to do – we're not really going to get into who we think is going to be good on individual teams. Like, of course, yeah, we think Josh Allen's going to be good. But there's the Making the Green podcast out there that's trying to help you make the green this fantasy season. So, if you're wanting some fantasy knowledge, if you're trying to cram before the year, before your draft starts, the Making the Green podcast is out there. We got Tony and Prestige Worldwide out there. They will get you everything you need to know. And LJ, if they subscribe, is there a second thing to subscribe to? Or you, you just get subscribe it right on just this channel. You're already here. If you already got this, it's in your feed. But I'd check it out. It's popping We've already feed. done. Uh, uh, they've already got a running back preview. They've got two wide receiver previews. Tomorrow, I believe, the quarterback and tight ends are coming out. 
So uh, we got some good stuff going on that on that making the green podcast. Be so sure if you're seeing it pop in your feed, no, that's not our issue. That or not, that's not a mistake. That's supposed to be there, and that's going to get you totally ready for fantasy football season for this year. All right, let's go to. I feel like this should be a, an easier division for us. Uh, right. The AFC East <laughs> last year was won by the Buffalo Bills. The Patriots were actually on one game away from them at 10 and 7. Bills won at 11 and 6. On the odds right now, you got Buffalo Bills are the favorites, followed by the Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Pops. What you got? Is it, is it pretty cut and dry for you? It's Buffalo Bills. What's next? <laughs> it's, it's, is there anything? Is there anything? Uh, well, let's just go. Tony, do you, you agree too? The Bills? Dot Bills. LJ? Easy peasy. But is this where my spicy take was? Is that the one you're talking about? No, ac- no, actually it's not. But do you have a spicy take well, for this division? Because you can have it for any division. I don't know how spicy this necessarily is, but I did offline throw a, a six-pack bet against the Making the Green podcast that uh, <laughs> Tyreek is going to outscore Mike Evans in fantasy. I think Tyreek's going to be a great fit for Miami. So, And I am, I'm looking forward to Yeah, you didn't serving. seem disappointed by that bet at all. <laughs> I am looking forward to serving like the Malort Seltzer like to that's a, LJ. That's a, that's a, <laughs> a fun bet. I think that's a good bet. I mean, I think that's – I know that Uncle Tony seems very confident, like he's just stealing money from me over here, but <laughs> that feels like a toss-up oh. to me. I mean, Mike Evans is – doesn't he hold the record for most 1,000-yard seasons to start here? He somehow always ends up with at least 1,000 yards. Now, he might not get the crazy yard like Tyreek Fields had some big years, but – you might Evans is consistent, and for what it's worth, uh, if you haven't seen, I'm sure most people by now have Tom Brady is back practicing. He didn't go to the mat. I thought he was auditioning for the mass singer. Apparently, he wasn't. <laughs> he was just taking a break from football. But so he's back. I, I like that bet. That's interesting. Um, I think I'm going Bills too. But did anybody did did y'all even have a? I guess LJ to be the only one. I think the Dolphins could be spicy. I think the Dolphins year. could be really spicy. I just don't think they're that they're they're Bills good. I think the Bills might be yeah. the best team in the NFL right now. So. I tried for the last week to try to talk myself into, could I see, and maybe I was going to be the spicy, like Miami wins this division. But I just think I'm with y'all. The Bills are just too, Bills might be the best team in the AFC. It They're would, probably going to win 13 games. It wouldn't be terribly dumb to throw 20 bucks on the Dolphins, but you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend anything you couldn't afford to lose on the Dolphins. Yeah. I will right. say it looks like to me, just off a quick scan, this is the Bills are the second heaviest favorite in the division to win it. There's one other team that we'll get to later that's okay. a heavier favorite in their division, but the Bills are the heaviest. So uh, prestige will ride on the Bills. On the Bills, everybody. I think it's unanimous. Crazy all lanes. Bills. I mean, it's just, everybody. On is the there, bills. Does anybody else have anything interesting from this division, or an interesting team, or a hot take they have, or are we just moving right along? I like the Dolphins to be a wild card team. I can see that. Yeah. I think I agree too. So I, that's why I, when I was trying to come up with the spicy Miami, because you know I am a part of two and on. I'm a believer, yep, yep, yep. and so I was trying to come up with the spicy Miami Dolphins take. And when I said make the playoffs, I thought I'm probably not going to be alone in that. And the problem is, there's three of us who are there, so maybe that's the, the downfall. <laughs> it's not too um, spicy. So let's go up north. Spicy. Let's go to the AFC North. We'll just knock out the AFC and then go over to the NFC. So that's good. I bet. Um, right now. It is showing the Ravens are the favorites, but the Bengals are a pretty close second behind them. So this one's kind of a toss-up in Vegas. Uh, last year, didn't the Bengals end up? Yeah, the Bengals won this one, going ten and seven. Tony, what you got? I'm going with the Ravens. I think, Ravens. I think the Bengals are going to have a little bit of that Super Bowl hangover, uh, and maybe I, I think defensively going to have a little problem. I think if the Ravens stay healthy. That uh, that they'll win the division. 
See, the Ravens are in. I, I like the Ravens, but there is, I don't know. I mean, I guess they got Rashad Bates. Like, the receivers aren't, there aren't a lot of receivers to throw to. And then, but the other thing that keeps coming back, and this is probably where you're sitting at, the Ravens got killed. I mean, they probably were hurt with injuries more than anybody last mm-hmm. year. I think they lost like every single corner. All their running backs were hurt. And so you got to think if that doesn't happen, Lamar's still Lamar, if they get him a yeah. contract. This, yeah, I like the, to think they get better. Maybe the best defensive team in the AFC. You know, you've got that some guy over there that plays for the Rams that's pretty good. But uh, they're, they're, uh, I, I really like this defense. If they're healthy, uh, watch out. Pops, uh, you you just about made my argument. I think the defense is better for Baltimore and and Lamar. Oh. I think Lamar oh. is going to really show out. I, I just and I and I think this. Tony said it too. I think there could be a little Super Bowl hangover. I think they overachieved a little last year, and they if they feel that way at all, they're going to go down a peg. So I, it, in a squeaker, in a squeaker, I t- I'm going to take Baltimore over Cincinnati. See, I kind of thought you particularly would be the, the one that might be a Bengals, but it was, kind of it was close to me because I think the ball, ball, uh, I think Cincinnati has a better offense. You know, they have the better skill position players, of course, uh, but I, I like that defense. And, and Lamar Jackson is a he can win some ball games. He can win a ball game. Yeah, I um, uh-uh. this one's a tough one. I think I think I go Bengals, and I oh. and it's just because. There's, I don't necessarily trust the, the pieces around Lamar. I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's awesome. I just don't know if I trust him around him, and I think he's going to have to do a lot, which makes me worry about his injury, if he can, if he would get injured. It's but I, I like Baltimore. I think I just need to see it. And I get what you're saying about the Super Bowl hangover, but they didn't win the Super Bowl. Like, I, I think they're hungry. I think they're like, oh, we, we, we know what it's like, and we, we failed. So I don't know That's if I buy the Super Bowl hangover yeah. as much. LJ, what you got? Yeah, I mean, I think it's disrespectful to not pick the Bengals. I mean, they are <laughs> they are young and hungry. Um, they've got a lot that they can learn from last year that they can do a lot better. Maybe the best a, receiving core in football. I mean, I think the Ravens are good. I don't even think they're the best defense in their division. I think the Steelers have that. If they just didn't have Mitchell Trubisky, they might have a shot at doing something. But uh, <laughs> um, Better than their previous quarterback, though, maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's not too far off. But uh um, and then I, I really think that injuries kind of feel like a Baltimore problem. I don't know if there's a problem with their medical team or, or whatever their, their physical therapy or something, but they seem to have a lot of injuries often. They seem to have a lot of really good looking years that end with someone getting hurt. Um, so I just don't trust them. I'm picking the Bengals. I, I feel relatively confident about it too. Okay. It does feel like the Bengals are the most like LJ. I think he kind of said it tongue in cheek a little bit, but they do feel like the most disrespected <laughs> Super Bowl runner up. Like nobody's. Points. I think the majority don't pick them to win their division, and most people aren't even factoring them to win. Like people like Joe Burrow, but I think everyone's just kind of like, oh yeah. I mean, that was kind of a fluky year. They were good. When but, it could uh, be, it could be flash in the pan. But, yeah. Um, but if you're needing something to kind of fire you up to make sure you're not the Super Bowl hangover. That's what you need. You need people who still aren't picking you and thinking that was lucky. Yeah, true. The, there you it, go. It's out there. I could see it, but I'm with y'all. That this one's a super close one. I chose Bengals, but if you'd asked me yesterday, I might have said Ravens. So that, <laughs> this one is a tough one. Crazy legs. Does anybody? Say, Tony? Prestige. I, oh yeah. What's Prestige? Has the Steelers. Whoa. So we don't have a wow. consensus here. And Plus nine fifty is what their odds are. That's a moneymaker. The direct quote is Kenny, motherfucking <laughs> okay. Pickett. Okay. okay, that's that's the direct quote. So, uh, what did you Steelers. see that? Speaking of Kenny Pickett, he is the number nine jersey seller in the NFL yeah, right now. Right now, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. yeah, 
He, he's balling out in preseason. I think he's like 19 for 22 so far in the preseason. You say which little is hands my ass. Yeah. I, I think we've where, seen Where do you stand on that? Do you like Kenny Pickett or where do you stand, Tony? Man, I love Kenny Pickett next year. I, You know, it's just going to be tough for him. I That's the reason I – the Steelers actually could make a wild card. Uh, they've got a lot of a, a lot of good things going for them. And if Pickett, you know, if the team rallies around him, I rookie quarterbacks, uh, Dan Marino, you know, he was from the same area that Kenny Pickett was from, took as a rookie, took his Dolphins to to promised land. I, I don't know. Uh, it, I like Kenny It is Pickett. interesting to still – LJ kind of touched on this, and that they, they do feel like they're a quarterback away from being a contender because they, yeah. they did it again where – who's the receiver, the Pickens they drafted from Georgia? George Pickens. Yeah. The kid looks amazing. Like, they just always have another receiver that looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens, and, and, and they're doing for long. And Najee Harris. I mean, there's a lot argue, of good weapons around Pickens. You could argue that that's uh, just a t- uh, just a tick below the Bengals for you know. I mean, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a bad team. 100%. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Here we can do. Is there anything else? Uh, any spicy takes about this division, or are we moving on? Do we have anything? <laughs> I love uh, Browns. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that poor I, person with that jersey that they keep tagging names onto, I just feel for him, you know? <laughs> I feel bad for not not the Browns. The Browns put themselves in this situation. This isn't going to be a long Deshaun Watson conversation, but I would feel bad for a Browns fan yeah. because at some point, Deshaun Watson's going to get in and he's probably going to look awesome. And I'm just thinking this as a Cowboy fan, like, it. As a Cowboy fan, we've rooted for some people who might not be the most upstanding human beings. So sure. Jerry's not afraid to, to sign someone. But that that one would just be tough for me, especially how the last few weeks have rolled out where mm-hmm. Sean Watson has been sorry one minute, but then didn't said he didn't know wrong the next. The next. Yeah. And I, I just it would be tough if like all of a sudden they're making a run and you think we got a chance to win the Super Bowl, but you're in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, but I really don't like the guy. Yeah. Yeah. That is doing it. That's. I just felt bad for Browns fans because that puts you in a predicament, Rudy. Um, over to the AFC South now. Some uh, This one's interesting to me. Uh, the Colts are the favorites. Titans not far behind them, but the Titans are an interesting year where I think everyone kind of knows this is Ryan Tannehill's last year. Either, either you're the guy or we're about to build around Malik Willis and get rid of you. They just traded A.J. Brown. You got the Jaguars without Urban Meyer. The Texans probably are still the Texans. Um, I'll just go ahead and start. I got a, I think I got a spicy take for this division. Okay. okay. I think the Jags win the division. Oh, uh, wow. wow. That is spicy. Okay. That is I think spicy. the Jags, which actually, uh, surprisingly, Prestige for a wise pick for the Steelers was at worse odds than the Jags. They were plus 950 and the Jags are plus 750. Well, I mean, you know, being without Urban Myers is a huge benefit. Every team uh, has benefited from it for years. So I do think that's going to matter. But I think the Jags have a lot of talent on that roster. They picked, The Jags have picked in the top four every single year for like the last decade. So there's a lot of talent. And they got a coach out of there. And they've been top now, four in their uh, division every year. So, well, Yes, they have been top four in their division. Uh, that now, so that's I'm gonna go Jags to win the division. Okay. That's probably I, that's not that's not the popular pick. Pops, what do you got? You know, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Indy over Tennessee. I think those are the two teams, and I'm gonna take Indy. Is because it close to you? Or you feel pretty confident? I think they're close, um, but I think what threw him over is I think Matty Ice. I think he 
I think he might have a little tread on the tire still, and I think he sees an opportunity. He's got a hell of a running back behind him. I think he's got better receivers than Tennessee does. Um, Traylon Burks, you know, I hope it turns out, but um, he is with Tennessee, right? I think, but yeah. Um, but so I just I think Matty Ice. I mean, he he better do it now or or he's done, you know. But uh, I'm going to give him the edge see, the, at the running back, receiver, and quarterback spot. I like I like Indy better. Do you see the Matty Ice acquisition as uh, does Matt Ryan make them Super Bowl contender or? No, you still got to deal. We got the next conference. We got to deal with the AFC West. Uh, Super Bowl contenders is probably there's strong. there's there might be four Super Bowl contenders in that yeah, division. Yeah. So no, I don't. I, I'm, no, I would. say I was that. wondering if maybe you saw a, a Peyton Manning Broncos type thing. Maybe. I don't think Matt is, is a Peyton Manning. I, I you know I don't. So Tony, who do you got in this division? I have Indy. Definitely not a Super Bowl contender serious. I, I think they're one and done in the playoffs, but they're definitely a better team. And this wow. is probably the division that you could have a watch. So I like the Jags pick because I actually thought, you know, as bad as the Texans are, if Derrick Henry doesn't come back to his form, and we don't know that yet, uh, uh, anybody could win this division, but I like the Colts. I think, as as Liff said, Matt Ryan makes a difference here, and and they were, as we know, one half of football away from making the playoffs last year. Yeah. So um, I definitely see them making that jump. But I maybe they win a first round game, maybe, but I don't see them being able to build that to beat the AFC West champions or the Bills. Well, and to to y'all's to your point there, I, I think. Last year, they, they got on that run. They, they should have made the playoffs. They, that losing the Jaguars is ridiculous, and we, whatever it was, they did. But uh, they, they were winning down the stretch, and it was because they weren't even giving the ball to Carson Wentz. They were just like, we're just going to hand it off over and over again because Carson Wentz is – like he cannot complete a pass to our team. He turns the ball over too much. So just getting – like we joked about the Urban Meyer at Jacksonville, just getting competent quarterback yeah. play could make them the division yeah. winner. So I get that. If Matt Ryan has – Maybe not that MVP Matt Ryan where he was, where they took the Falcons Super Bowl, but if he can have a little bit of that, it would be crazy to see them Super Bowl. You know, I feel like they are just writing them off, which is surprising. I think they make the playoffs. LJ, what do you get? What do you? Get I mean, I'm going to call the Colts as the winner, and they're a contender. I really think so. I think uh, I don't think Matt Ryan has to be great. I think that he's going to have a lot of opportunity to sit back in that pocket and try to find some things. He's got experience. I mean, uh, it's a pretty solid team. Uh, the AFC West, uh, we saw last year they beat each other up and there's a decent chance that they lose a stupid game against a team that got to play against, uh, the Steelers and, uh, the Browns and, uh, Tyler Huntley. So, uh, um, I think they've got a shot to go deep in the playoffs. Um, I can definitely see it. See, I, I think I'm with you. I, I wanted to get spicy with the Jags. I think the Colts are a, a contender, but it, I guess it just depends because I think Jonathan Taylor still at. I'm worried about – the reason I don't see the Titans in this division is just – and, of course, I've been wrong the last two or three years, but I kept saying Derrick Henry's got to – It's got to happen someday. Last year, I guess but... I, I guess it kind of happened last year because yeah. he got hurt and, and wasn't that great in the playoffs. But it's, and they were so – Tannehill's been okay, but they were so carried by just Derrick Henry being Hall of Fame good. Yeah, I think Tannehill's so if he's exactly just anything below in, that. If they don't have Derrick Henry, they're in deep, deep trouble for – you know, And Jonathan Taylor's still at that age where – even if Matt Ryan's not crazy, Jonathan Hiller can win you a game just because yeah. he's a freak. Like he's just yeah. that dang good. Yeah. We'll have to see what their defense is. All right. Now Pre- to the division. I Prestige think we call this the best. Prestige Worldwide. Oh, yeah, sorry. He actually went with the Titans. 
And, okay, good. And, good. And, right and after I just shit all over the Titans. Henry Healthy, they were the number one seed last year. They lost A.J. Brown, but added Robert Woods and Traylon Burks. And a lot of people, and I will say this about the Titans. I like Robert Woods. A lot of people are discounting the fact that Robert Woods is is the wide receiver one there. They talk about Traylon Burks replacing A.J. Brown, but Robert Woods is really replacing A.J. Brown. Yeah. And uh, uh, he makes some good points. They were the number one seed last year. Did they really fall that much? Yeah. Well, I mean, and for – what scares me is like for three years, I'm like, the Titans aren't that good. And every single year, they're like 10 and six. Or, I mean, you know, they're good. They're solid every year. And I think Rabel's a good coach. So it wouldn't shock me. I just, they got it. What scares me a little bit is I think the, the locker room, and this could galvanize the locker room, but I think the whole locker room knows, oh, so Tannehill's not guaranteed after this year. We just drafted a quarterback. Our running backs, our star running backs getting a little old. Like this, everyone knows if we start out one and one and three, we could start just blowing it up, yeah. but but also it could be like a hey, last dance type thing. So I don't hate the pick, but I just I don't trust them. All right, let's go over to LJ's favorite division, <laughs> the AFC West, where we have everyone kind of tight. We got the Chiefs are the favorites, followed by the Chargers, close third, the Broncos, and the Raiders are actually the fourth by a, a little bit of a, a, a margin as far as Vegas goes. Pops, where do you stand? You know, I am going to go uh, with the L.A. Chargers here. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I think they may have the second best running back in football uh, out there. Uh, They've got damn good receivers. And I think Herbert, this is his third year, I think. Uh, I think he is ready to break out, and I think he's and and I hadn't even mentioned the defense, which they got a hell of a defense. Khalil Mack, they got yeah, Jason Jackson and, yep. and uh, Bosa They're, on the other side. I mean, I know Tony doesn't Tony's like anybody near Bosa. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a hell of a safety back there. Uh, is that Derwin James? Yeah. So the highest paid safety in NFL history. And I also think I really think here. I guess is maybe a little hot take. I think Kelsey at Kansas City is going to be really hurt without Tyreek Hill. I think Tyreek Hill really opened that field up, opened up the middle for him. And I just don't think he's going to get all those passes uh, now. I, th- I think he takes a step down as a, as a wide receiver. I think home, uh, Mahomes is great, but you got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I, you know, I think uh, the quarterback at, at uh, Denver uh, from uh, – what's his name? Russell, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I think that Russell one guy? Wilson. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I like Javante Williams. I like those receivers a lot at Denver. Um, I think they still have a good defense, but I, I just think – I think the 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 uh, Chargers uh, by nose here uh, will take this this division. Okay, so I'm interested in both of LJ and Tony's response to. I I don't hate the Chargers pick. I, I, the, the only thing that scares me with the Chargers is I feel like for five straight years I've been like I, every this year I like the Chargers year, yeah. preseason every since like with her, even before Herbert, rookie year. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I've always thought I really like them, but something happens. Yeah. Uh, but I'm interested in. The Chiefs thought here, uh, Pop. So, one, they did lose. Tyreek Hill was a big part of that offense. LJ, I believe you agree with Pops, right? That the Chiefs are going to struggle I this do. year? Yeah, I do think they're going to struggle this year. I think I think it's going to be rough for them. Is it that? Is it just Tyreek Hill or is there more to it? Too? Well, I mean, I think it's uh, uh, that's a huge part of it. And I also feel like uh, they have been more sporadically electric over the last couple of years anyway. Um, and... Uh, this is just a tough division. It's going to be a grinded out division. Um, and so whoever can stay healthy the longest. And I guess that means the Chargers will probably 
not win many games either, but, uh, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't see the chiefs as being the powerhouse that they used to be. They're still, I mean, you know, they're formidable. Yeah. I mean, I would never want to play against them in the playoffs for sure. But, uh, if you had to pick where the uh, chiefs finish in this division, where do you, where do you pick at the end of the year? Uh, second or third. I'm picking second or third. I must say third. I thought I remembered you at one point when we were talking offline. Uh, was that the spicy one? Yeah. (laughs) At some point, I thought I heard LJ say they would finish last. There is a piece of me because, I mean, uh, the Chargers are my pick for number one in this division. The Broncos, it's entirely possible that Russell Wilson – is amazing. Uh, he's got a great Bob, team. Is he him. just not picking the Broncos because he doesn't want to jinx his it's team? It's possible. It's possible. That's on my mind. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, their defense is not quite as strong as it's been, um, and they're going to need a lot of defense in this league. Uh, the Raiders are choppy. You know, you never know what you're going to get out of them. Yeah, I don't like Daniels, but like they've got they've got some athletes that change the way that the field plays for any other team out there. So defenses have to come ready for like specific players on the Raiders. They can't, they have to prepare a week up for the Raiders in a way that they don't for a lot of teams defensively. And so the chiefs, I could easily see being number four in this division, um, even with a pretty good record. I, they could be number four and a playoff team. <clears throat> that was another one that uh, pops on the, you sent us before we started recording the top 10 jerseys, Max Crosby yeah. was number eight. I mean, I thought I get that though. It wasn't, the Raiders are a cool jersey. I, I can see why you would like. A lot of people like the black and uh, silver, but I would have thought Devontae, Devontae Adams, Adams or, maybe. Crosby's yeah. got a great story though, too. Darren Waller <laughs> has a great story, and he's awesome. That's true. Darren Waller might have a a similar amount of great story to him. Um, I do have a response to one of the things you said, but I want to get to Tony. Tony, what do you what you've heard so far about the the, the the thoughts on the Chiefs? One, who do you think wins the wins the division, and then. What's your thoughts on what you've heard okay. about the Chiefs so far? So I'm going with the Chargers as well to win the division. Wow. And I wish I had good for that number two I, team. <laughs> I wish I hadn't written that down before I heard everybody else is like, damn. I I mean, I'm Liff and I are got the same teams to the AFC, which Ooh. that's probably the kiss of death. But here's <laughs> here's what I would say about the Chiefs. And I I, I think they're gonna be different. I don't think they're gonna be worse. I think they're gonna be different. And the one thing that Andy Reid is good at is, is he, he can adapt some. And so I don't think, and I disagree a little bit with Liff about Travis Kelsey not uh, having the field opened up for him because of uh, Tyree Kill. Um, and I think it may have been LJ when he challenged uh, the Mike Evans thing that Tyree Kill, you know, his stuff downfield is not that big. It was him yeah, crossing patterns and true. getting short which actually doesn't open up anything down the seam. If if anything, I think that the Chiefs will be more of a uh, uh, standardized offense, but they're going to have big receivers on the outside, which you've never seen before. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster, they're big receivers. That's different than Tyree Kill, uh, Miko Hardman, and Sammy Watkins that have been looking at lurking out there. And I think, actually, Travis Kelsey may have more – out patterns and more uh, seen passes thrown his way, and it actually might be one of his best years. And so, but I think the Chiefs. I I don't think we're seeing them score forty something points. I think you're seeing them twenty five to thirty five. It's it's going to be more in that range. Uh, uh, and so I think it's going to be a different brand of football from the Chiefs. Uh, and if they can figure out a running back, if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire can actually get two hundred plus carries. 
I they're I think they're in the Super Bowl. But uh but for now, the Chargers have it all, and I think the Chargers still win the division. It might take the Chiefs a little bit to catch up. So um I don't discount them, but I'm still going with the Chargers. Um for of course for all the fantasy news we know we go to the Making the Green, but while we have half of the Making the Green podcast right here, what so you mentioned Clyde Edwards earlier. Could this could could he be getting discount? Like they they picked him in the first round to be a to huge be the part guy. of the offense. Yeah. yeah. So why why maybe he just had a rough start to his career and this is it and that's why they were okay giving up Tyreek. Do, do you feel like that's what they're saying? Do you have any confidence in that, or is it very? It sounds like you're not sure at all. No, I, I'm not as convinced. I think he's a good from a fantasy standpoint. I think he's good where he's getting drafted. Um, you know, back a little bit in the top as a as a running back too. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say he's going to be, you know, a guy that you'd want to uh, hang your hat on. But they've got. I'm I'm afraid they're still going to have a committee there because of um, uh, their pass catching back. Not I want to. Yeah, McKinnon. They got I was McKinnon, say McKissick when I met McKinnon. And this um, this this rookie that they've got um, Pacheco. Pacheco. I Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, actually has some juice. And so uh, we'll see what happens. But if they establish a run game and can go and can make that, uh, they're just a different team. But I think CEH has a chance to establish himself as a as a, as a good, not great running back. Uh, this division actually has my spicy take as well, or it has another this spicy take from And LJ's not going to like where I'm going oh, with this, God. but – I think the Denver Broncos represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Hmm. I, whoa, whoa, in the wow. Super Bowl. Okay. I think they represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I, I think two things. LJ kind of mentioned this. I don't think their defense is as good as, like, I think people think, oh, this is a, star, like a, a, a number one defense, and they got Russell Wilson. I don't think they're that good, but they're very good. I think they're good enough to win big games. What I love is I, I just think – Offensively, they can beat you however they need you. I, I really do think we kind of forgot how good Russell Wilson is because the last couple of years have been a little hit and miss. He's been good at times and then off for a while. I think that has a lot to do with the way Pete Carroll and Seahawks call it offense. And I just think I like their head coach, and I think they got two. I, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are two good backs, and they got good receivers. I, I just think that offense is going to be – very versatile. Beat you however they need to, and I really like. I think the division's going to be whoever wins wins by one game. I don't think I'm not saying like the Broncos run away with this division by any stretch, but and I don't even know if they win the division. I could easily see the Chargers win the division, Broncos win the playoffs. I think they're a playoff team. I mean, I could definitely see. I think I think the Broncos. There are two opportunities in front of them: either Russell Wilson wins the MVP, or they're eight and nine. And I don't think there's really an in between for them. Um, we'll just have to see, though. I mean, a lot probably depends on is this finally is Chubb finally healthy? Like, is he is, is he finally the Von Miller replacement? That yeah. we, he's shown glimpses. He can be that guy, but he kind of not for a season. So, uh, well, I think for another things we year need to see row, from the Broncos him. will be state champions. So that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I know you're trying to pick against the Broncos because you just don't want to you don't want to drink the Kool Aid. Try not to. I, I, I think this, I think this is it. Uh, Russell's going to be Russell Hustle and Bustle Wilson, Mr. Uh, at Broncos country. Let's ride. All right. Let's go over to the Pre- NFC. Prestige has, uh, oh, I, I've done this every single time. I don't know how many Chiefs times I want to do it. Gonna, he's, he's the Chiefs. Imagine that. Well, imagine maybe that's why I did it. Because yeah. I knew where Prestige is going to go. Thoughts yeah. Or is that just like, that's a guarantee? Don't even no, that's, 
Chiefs book it. Don't worry that's about Chief, it. He's Chiefs book it. Yeah, yeah he's Chiefs book it. And, uh, that's fair. I mean, that is easily yeah. possible. It is Patrick Mahomes and Andy yeah. Reid. I mean, yeah. I have okay. no doubt that they can I, be great. You know, if you listen to the Making the Green podcast this week when the quarterbacks and tight ends drop, you'll hear us say this. Uh, this is probably the lowest you'll see Patrick Mahomes get drafted uh, in his career. Ever? I, yeah, I think this is probably the highest odds you've ever seen the Chiefs have for winning the AFC West in the last, you know, in the last five years. Uh, I'm looking at a site where they're plus 170. Dude, when have they not been a minus? Take this money and go make something. You know, I, I get that. I particularly myself personally like the charges at plus two twenty five mm. to make a little bit more. Mm. But if you're a Chiefs fan, man, plus one seventy, you're not going to get a much better price on the Chiefs than that. Well, and I don't know. Do we think Juju Smith Schuster's not a good receiver? Like he's still only yeah. like twenty five or something. He's not yeah, like he's, he's old. He's good. He just got involved in like the, the TikTok thing, and he just got caught. It's so unfortunate. Like, Is he going to be hanging out bad. with Lil Mahomes? Is that <laughs> Jackson? Oh, Lord mercy. He was just very very easy to make fun of. For a little bit there, I still think he's a good receiver. I mean, they got about a scant- scantling mm-hmm. right, and they Sky Moore is interesting. They've got some. Andy, I mean, Andy Reid has some weapons to play with. Yeah, I don't know how good they yeah, are. Yeah, got mean, weapons to play. Don't don't sleep on them. You know, I and don't sleep on them. That's why this division is exciting to me because if their car's good, the Raiders have the Raiders got some some talent over there. And hey, even man, if he's okay, I, they've got a shot. And this is like. Man, if the Raiders were playing in the AFC North or the AFC South, they're a playoff team for sure. For sure. Right? And so, um, and I mean, you could go down the list here. And I think another cool thing, I don't know if y'all knew this, the AFC West and the NFC West are playing each other this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you talk so about. So, they're just going to beat the hell out of each so, other. So, bet the overs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> bet the overs. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's just. I, I, these are going to be great football games to watch. Any any team in this division playing, go watch them. It, it, it's going to be great football. So we pick. I was wondering if this could be the only division where we each have a different division winner. The Raiders are the only ones not pick, right? By right. any of us, right? Interesting. So they they win. Yeah. Put money on plus seven hundred Raiders. Oh, that would be <laughs> um, the saddest yeah. I can possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now to everyone's favorite division, specifically LJ's favorite division. I kind of joked like it was AFC West. We all know yeah. it's the NFC Beast Division. America's Division. Beast Division. Yep. America's Division, <laughs> where you got Giants, Commanders, Eagles, and Cowboys. I've decided Commanders still feels weird to me, so I'm probably just going to call them Washington. I think. I'll call them the Commies. Washington. I'm down for the Commies. <laughs> You're down for the Commies. <laughs> uh, also in this division, LJ, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, they are the, the favorites to win this division as of right now, according to Vegas, but it's, it's fairly close. I will start. I think the Eagles win this division. I like the Eagles, too. I just think they're the best roster in the division. I don't think Jalen Hurts okay. is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, but he'll win you some games just by not losing you games, if that makes sense. Pops, where do you go? I had a hard time with this one, and let me just go ahead and say it was a, it's a two-horse race between Philly and Dallas. I agree. And so what I did is I went down and I said, okay, quarterback, who do I like better? Dallas's. Okay. Running back, backfield, who do I like better? Dallas's. Wide receiver, who do I like better? Philly. And I think Philly's got the wide receiver. I mean, if Gallup can come back, you know, and help, but I think Philly's Even with Gallup, you got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Yeah, I think Philly takes the wide receivers clearly. And Goddard at tight end. Defense. Although it's close, I'm going to take Dallas. So, 
with all that said, I wanted to pick Philly, but I'm going to pick Dallas to win this division. And to be to be uh, transparent here, I might be pulling yeah, LJ. No, I was, was going to comment on that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's possible I'm picking Eagles just because I don't trust. I, I don't want to pick the Cowboys. But you lay out a good point there, pops. Where I don't. I just think the Eagles' defense is going to be good. I, they got uh, the the two Georgia kids, Jordan uh, Davis and Nicobe Dean, who I don't understand why they dropped so far with already good defensive players and. I just think they win the division. I think they're one and done in the playoffs, but they win the division. LJ, I, I was right. I understand. That's a, I, but I, I get it. Sure do. LJ picking the Cowboys to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think I'm going that far. Uh, <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, but I do. So I like the Cowboys to win this, but with the caveat that uh, I'm trying to think. So, so that's not my official decision necessarily. Um, the Eagles uh, have a pretty good shot just out of nobody has won back-to-back NFC East titles in like 18 years or something like a long time. Um, and the Eagles definitely have a good team. Uh, any of these teams or e- either of those teams could beat each other up enough. That being said, I think I do still lean Dallas. I think Dallas is a better football team overall, but it, it's just going to be, uh, I think injuries that are going to end up oh, yeah. doing it. So LJ and Dallas can F it up. There's yeah. no doubt. Well, that's what, I mean, my prediction, if anyone can, my prediction if anyone can. What, like a month ago was that Dallas is going to go, uh, uh, they'd win okay. eight of the first nine, and then uh, and then win three for the rest of the season. So yeah, I remember uh, you saying that. Which yeah. I could. I mean, that's what they did last year, right? They went like seven and one, and everyone's like, "This yeah. is a Super Bowl team," and then it fell off. Uh, Tony, where do you where do you stand? You know, I I wish I got to start going before lift. Um, <laughs> uh, You'll go first next next division. I uh, you know I I am torn. And and I was doing the same thing Liv was doing between the Eagles and the Cowboys. And well, I mean, I think it's I think we all agree it's definitely yeah. like Liv's right. It's a two man horse here. I mean, it's, yeah. or it's two horse. Have a shot. <laughs> two man horse. The, two That's man what horse. Are, the, the Washington Commies are going uh, to distribute wins uh, as people need them. So yeah. I'm not sure what a two man horse is. I don't know either. And I, I said this the other night. Sounds a little kinky. I don't know, I, but. I, and, and I Someone guess what scares him. me, everybody is jumping on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. And it, anytime that happens after, you know, basically 10 weeks of a season, it always scares me a little bit. And um, and, and so now the same thing happened. I, I'm not saying he's this guy, but it, it's very similar to what you saw with Kurt Warner. I mean, here's Jalen Hurts coming out. He, he was replaced everywhere, <laughs> everywhere he went by Tua, right? And, and so um, – and you see this guy make it to the pros, and all of a sudden he gets his chance. And uh, but I, I just think that uh, I, I think you, you know, gosh, dog it. I, I'm still sticking with the Cowboys and, and going mm. with the Cowboys to win the division. Uh, I think both of these teams. I, I actually believe that two NFC East teams will be in the playoffs this year, just because I think how weak the Commanders and Giants will be, and um, and so there's going to be some. I, I think the Cowboys and the Eagles could both go uh, one want to go three and zero, and the other go two and one in the in <laughs> the first part of their division. So I I'm going with Cowboys. Uh, I'm stopping there. Me. I'm going with the Cowboys. So I, I, it's funny you mentioned that. I just feel like people like Jalen Hurts, but coach. It feels like organizations and coaches have. 
over like multiple times told us they they've taken other quarterbacks <laughs> over Jalen Hurts. Like yeah. Alabama chose a rookie or a freshman two over him in the championship. Yeah, and then you got the Eagles have been the most non-committal to a surefire. Like that's their starting quarterback, but it feels like they've made it clear. Like we're not sure if we got our guy though. Like we're we're still in the quarterback market. They wanted Russell Wilson. The rumor is Russell Wilson. And then it was between, I think, the Browns and Eagles really wanted Russell, and he chose Denver over those two two places. So, I, when when the team doesn't really, I think I think Jalen Hurts is a great teammate. He plays super hard. He has a lot of heart, but there's just there he misses a little bit, and that's why I, I think Tony's right. I think they they make the playoffs, but they probably I could easily see them number one seed in the NFC. That wouldn't even shock me because I think they have a great roster. Yeah. They just don't trust their quarterback. To me, here's the key for the Cowboys. The defensive line has to stay healthy, and Michael Gallup needs to be back by week mm-hmm. four. If the Cowboys can survive to week six, then and they're three and three or four and two, and by the grace of God well, and Jerry Jones, then I think they get a really good chance to win the division. But – uh, you know, because they've got some talent that we don't know about. Dalton Schultz could be a top five tight end. Tony Pollard is waiting to break out, and maybe they use him more as a weapon. But golly, after CD Lamb, and I, I CD Lamb is a better wide receiver than AJ Brown. I just want to be clear about that. But there's just nothing behind him right now. And so that's the problem. I think yeah. teams are going to go make someone other than CD Lamb yeah. beat us, whether yeah. that's Zeke or. Whatever receivers you're yeah. rolling out. Yeah. And I think the Cowboys offensively now know, hey, we know we can't give the ball to Zeke 300 times and expect to win football games. But we still can't give it to him on 220 and win football games if you can figure out the rest of it. So, I, I like I said, they can survive. I think they got a shot. Uh, the Eagles are super talented, though. And this was said this weekend between me, LJ, and our mom, who is a noted Vikings fan. I think uh, – Dak Prescott finds himself in a similar realm of NFL quarterback. I think he's better, but it's a similar realm as Kirk Cousins, where he's just he's good enough to have your team really good and get you really excited. But I still, at the end of the year, I'm not sure if I trust him. Like he's not like a, it's not like a quarterback where they put the ball in his hands with a down four, and I'm like, yeah, we're good, we're we're golden, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? Like, what can he do? Yeah. So I. I don't know. We'll see. What does Which sea legs us, do? Yeah. What does sea legs do? Yeah. Well, he, I know he's got to be a Cowboys fan, right? He's got the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he and he keeps dropping these quotes on me, and I hate it because he's damn. He's right. Eagles close last year and added AJ. It's just that simple, right? The Eagles they're close last year. Added Sometimes AJ we Brown. make this a little more complicated they than it needs better. to be. Why not them? So yeah. Okay. That's fair. Fair points. And uh, this just in: AJ Brown is. Pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, pretty good. He's pretty guy. good. Yeah, he's pretty good. This just I've heard that guy's good. Uh, yeah. I also I think one of the most underrated tight ends is Dallas Goddard. I don't know where yeah. y'all stand with him on the making the green. If you want to, they're, oh, yeah. they're dropping quarterbacks and tight ends soon. But yeah, I will, they make Zach Hurts because they had Dallas Goddard. I mean, yeah, I, I, we'll we'll let you. Hey, there's a great there. There is a great analysis on Dallas Goddard on making the green. I this figured. Week, so. I figured making the green. I, had a I suspect making that. the green will be out tomorrow, and y'all can check out yep. where we've got Dallas Goddard. Yep. All right, let's go over to the NFC North where Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are once again the favorites to win this division, but they, like the Chiefs, lost their number one target. Devontae Adams is gone. 
Uh, Vikings are number two, Lions three, Bears dead last in this division as far as favorites go or uh, as far as Vegas goes. I well, actually, I told Tony he's going to get to start this one out because he wants to not follow pops here. <laughs> Who do you have winning this division, Uncle Tone? Well, this is the one I don't. I'm pretty sure I don't have. Do the we same. know what drugs uh, Aaron Rodgers has been taking recently? Because uh, uh, we learned those enhances. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but he's he's drunk. He's gone to the they white light. Could, um, that could sway up my pick if, if he's been on no. some uh, LSD. I am. I, I don't know why, uh, but I am. I am really high. On Iowa, no, the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were about to go. I thought someone was going to go Dan Campbell. I thought it was going to be the no. I really like Dan Campbell. He is good. T- he's good television. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that that means wins but it's in the NFL. But I like the Vikings. I just think there are things there. It's a new coaching staff. They've cleared out. There's a new vibe. And a lot of time, you know, sometimes you, you get that older coach who just can't see past himself. I think they've gotten past that. This is going to be uh, – they brought in an offensive-minded coach. They've got defensive talent already, so I think the defense can handle itself. Uh, Green Bay has sort of opened the door for them uh, in in that, uh, you know, I mean, Aaron is 39, uh, but it, it's definitely going to be a dogfight. But I just like the Vikings. I, I think this is their time. I, I think Jefferson and Thielen and Cook – and Osborne, I, I, there are some really good players. Irv Smith, healthy, uh, phenomenal uh, physical specimen tied in. I I just like Minnesota. I, I I think they've got a shot. I think this is their year to win this division. Uh, Super Bowl contender. Yes. Yes. Oh, there we go. Um, I'll make my analysis short. Uh, just repeat everything Tony just said. I like the Vikings. I think they're just a really good team. I don't know if I like them as a Super Bowl contender because I don't trust Kirk Cousins, but I think they're going to be a really good regular season team. And I don't know if this is spicy. Y'all can tell me if this is spicy or if it's a wannabe spicy take, but um, I think we all know Justin Jefferson's good. I think this year he is in the argument for best receiver in football. That's kind of spicy. Might be. That's kind of spicy. I agree. I think he's already in the argument as like he's what we all know, like he's in that one possibly yeah. top tier. I agree. I think this year you go, oh, this guy's. If not the best, he's in the conversation. He's at that table for best receivers in, in football. So I'm going Vikings to win the division. Pops, where do you go? Wow, guys. Uh, so, uh, I was number, one, one, number one, the Bears suck, okay? The Bears suck, yeah. right? Green Bay, I think, I think Aaron Jones is going to be the biggest offensive weapon that Aaron Rodgers has, and I think he could be in for a pretty, pretty decent year uh, this year. I think the lines will be salty, and that's probably a little bit of that hard hard knocks bump, you know, that they get. But Minnesota, I wrote this down. Jefferson and Thielen. Tell me two better receivers. Tell me two. And Tell me two better Tony receivers. Tony mentioned them, but Osborne's really good so as a Osborne's third receiver. is a third coming in. Irv Smith, you mentioned. Now, who's at running back? Higgins. Oh, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Oh, wow. He's pretty good. How's the defense? Oh, they're pretty good. How's Kirk Cousins? He is serviceable to better than average. I'm sorry, Tony, but I mean, really, I could have just said ditto to what you said. And I'm going with I'm Minnesota. Glad I'm going with Minnesota here. Oh, oh. 
LJ? Oh, mom's going to hate me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Are you going to Minnesota? No, I'm going. Uh, uh, I thought you were giving the kiss of death. That's why, no, that's why no, I'm, no, I'm not doing that. You. I'm not doing that. So maybe, no, maybe she, she loves, loves you. Me, yeah. You take one for the team. Yeah, you're, she, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Green Bay, and I actually think that they get carried by a top five defense in any statistical metric. I think they're going to have Ooh. an outstanding defense this year. So wow. that's where I land. Okay. And their biggest issue last year was uh, special teams, and they hired – the guy that should be the head coach of the Raiders right now, Rick Bisaccia <laughs> or whatever. He's their, he's their special teams coordinator. Well, so they went out a, like, what's our biggest problem? Let's go get the best special teams coach in football. All right. They have a that new biggest a problem. problem. But <laughs> well, they, they have a guy named Aaron Rodgers who's really good at freaking football. Yeah. I, and, Tony, this might be something I, I'm sure you've done some reading up. I'm, I'm making the Green Podcast. might even talk about him. Is this Dobbs kid or Dubs? Is this Romeo? kid really going to be their, their yeah, number one? I think. No. Uh, Alan Lazard is the number one. Yeah. So uh, this dog guy has shown out though, right? Yeah. So, in preseason, that, it's one of those where like I don't know what the, I don't know if I should go. Showed out in preseason one time. Antonio Brown, and he turned out to be pretty well. He's nuts, but he was pretty good for a while. <laughs> so let me. I, I'll just ask this question for you guys: Does anybody know uh, the physical statistics on Alan Lazard? Not off the top of my head. I can Six look. three two. Two ten, six three two ten. Uh, it I, can the IT department tell me the measurables on Alan? Lazard's going to be. I, I could easily see wow. six, oh, six five five two twenty seven. So uh, <laughs> I, I just want everybody so for anyone to, hear to that translate. Again. That's that's a big receiver. That's, that's hard a, to guard. That's a big receiver. So no, Romeo Dubs is not going to be the wide receiver <laughs> one at Green Bay. Alan Lazard is, and Alan Lazard was the wide receiver one for Green Bay over the last six weeks of last year, I think. And so uh, Aaron Rodgers is anything but uh, petty, and so uh, he he likes Alan Lazard. So by God, he's going to go to Alan Lazard. I. Alan Lazard is one of our sleepers at making the green. I, I I think this this guy is a great a great uh, going to have a great fantasy season and is one of the reasons I think Green Bay is still going to make the playoffs. It, well, and this is his chance. He's not been bad the past few years, but like you go, oh, he's only good because like he's got Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams gets all the coverage, and this is his chance to go. No, I'm just I'm good at football. Yeah, yeah. this is the late breakout. Uh, receiver, I, I think you're going to see Lazard be a top ten receiver this year. Does uh, does Crazy Lace, does Prestige go Packers or see Vikings too? Prestige is Packers, and okay, uh, he says a Rod and those running backs, and so I, I think Green Bay. One of the yeah, things, we didn't even mention AJ Dillon. When we talked yeah, about Packers so running if, backs. If, he could be a number one in a lot of teams. Yes, right? right. He could. You're right. So if Aaron Rodgers adapts, much like we talked about Kansas City adapting with big receivers. If he adapts and allows Aaron Jones, and I agree with Lip, I think Aaron Jones is going to be the could be an MVP candidate for offensive MVP candidate. Uh, for he may have 70, 80 catches if they let him because somebody's going to have to fill the void for Devontae. Well, Adams. he could play slot some too. There's going to be targets out there, and so he and he and AJ Dillon will be on the field a lot of the time together. And so if that happens, if Aaron Rodgers say okay. I'm going to hand the ball off on the draw rather than audible to a pass. If he'll do that more this year and and accept that, they actually could be a really solid football team. And LJ's right; they should have a much better defense. I, I, Minnesota, to me, still just has more firepower, and they're they're peaking. But um, I I I like both of these teams uh, in the playoffs. 
I think LJ was the closest to maybe making me flip my pick just because if they're not injured, that defense could be really good for them. And, and if you're a great defense with – I don't care if you lost Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers is still – I mean, he's a great quarterback. Uh, the old ass has a good quarterback. Do we have any spicy take? It look, it sounded like Tony was was kind of on the fence on a spicy take there with Aaron Jones for a second. Oh, I, I offensive MVP. There's certainly a possibility of that. I, I he's not going to be a Alvin Kamara and get close to a hundred receptions, but I think he's seventy receptions. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll just say this: if if you're drafting uh, for fantasy, uh, to me, Aaron Jones is is right behind. Jonathan Taylor uh, and CMC, wow. and uh, I would take him before I took Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler, but not what the books that's, will tell you. But I think yeah, Aaron the books Jones are telling you that. Wow, that's okay. Nice. The books aren't telling you that, but making the greens telling you especially that. Especially in a PP in a PPR league, I think Aaron Jones just goes ballistic. I think he could really be great value. Well, I just want to make sure, especially since I spent some time in Chicago this past week, and we need a we need a fun Chicago fact for the Bears. And but those are hard to find. Yeah, but good luck. Well, 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 pops, it might not be a fun fact if you're a Bears fan. Um, <laughs> the Chicago Bears have not had the same quarterback start every consecutive or can start every game in consecutive seasons. And they're the the, the last team, the last place in this. Can you have a guess when the last time they had a, the same quarterback start every game for two straight seasons? Jim McMahon. Not yeah, eighty six. <laughs> 1977. Wow. It's been tough at the quarterback position for the Chicago Bears. Who was Bears. the quarterback then? I don't Some even know. <laughs> Some asshole, probably. I don't know if you know this, but Wait I wasn't alive Jim in 1977. Jim McMahon didn't start two years in a well, row? He must have just got hurt. Because oh, they won't game. have yeah, it this year, right? Because Justin Fields didn't start all of last year. All right. Yeah, so okay. they won't have it again this year. So there's a little caveat in there. But that's still that's wild. Nuts. Wow. That's nuts. Let's go over to the NFC South, where this is the only team that is higher odds to win their division than the Buffalo Bills. The Tampa Bay Bucks come in, at least as of right now, from the side I'm looking at, minus 270. Then followed by the Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. Interesting little nugget, as Pops sent us before we started here. The number, what is it, the number 10 selling jersey right now in the NFL is none other than recently named starting quarterback of the Panthers, Baker Mayfield, who week one will play the Cleveland Browns, who will not have their starting quarterback. So that, I can't lie, I'm rooting for Baker in that game. I, I don't know if I'm like a big Baker fan, but I'm rooting for him in that game for sure. Because I just think he plays better with a little chip on his shoulder. He's definitely got one there. Uh LJ, who do you got winning this today? Oh, uh, hey, you want me first because where I really wanted to happen is y'all all go with the Buccaneers and I can just <laughs> seal it with the kiss of death. That's what I was really hoping for. Um, uh, so you're going Bucks? <laughs> so I, that's why I, do, I don't want to go Bucks if I'm going first. Uh, I think I'm going to just take the Saints. I'm just going to take wanna... that moonshot. We'll just see what happens. Uh, wow. Okay. If I was going last, I'd probably take the Bucks, but it depends on what y'all say. And I don't want to take the Bucks if y'all aren't all taking them. That's that's where I'm at. Well, I don't know if this uh, changes your pick, LJ, but I as well. I'm going oh, the Saints. I like that. That makes it even better. I'm more happy with that pick. I like the Saints to win this division. I think Tom Brady was right, and he should have retired when he had the chance, and now he's going to do exactly what he doesn't want to do, and it's going to be a little bit of a rocky year. The, the Bucks aren't going to be bad, 
But I just don't think they're going to be as good. They're, they got some offensive line injuries. At worst, is an out for like the season, but he's a little banged up. They lost their center. I just think the Bucks might have a little more rockier than they think. I, I like the Saints. I think Jameis Winston could have a huge. Oh, we've been saying that for the last seven <laughs> years, Kevin. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm back on the Kool Aid. You know, I'm back on the stuff, if you will. I'm, he's got LASIK surgery now, pops. He can see the linebackers. <laughs> I'm going. To, well, actually. Can I get a little uh, – Tony, what do we know about Alvin Kamara right now? Is it he looked, playing? It yeah, looks like it he's going to play, isn't he? Yeah. It looks like that at the very earliest, the next uh, the next uh, hearing is set in October, but it looks like they will uh, get a uh, deferral on that as well. He may not go to trial until 2023. His situation so. is just a very, like, cliff notes – him and maybe a, a, his, his group beat some guy. Like, they got in a fight at a bar. And yeah, at the Pro Bowl. Crap right? out of somebody. It's a casino. Yeah, at, yeah. at the Pro Bowl, got in a fight at the uh, oh. club in a casino. and Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, no, there's there's video. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, so, he didn't allegedly. The alleged would be the like shit out of a guy. probably or something. But No, no, he he kicked the <laughs> shit out of him. It was, Why would you <laughs> screw with Alvin Kamara? I mean, good God. Well. What happened was so. What had happened was, <laughs> so yeah. So the guy followed, and this is where I think maybe nothing happens. So the guy followed the whole entourage into the elevator and challenged Kamara, and so Kamara's guys started wailing on him. Now the guy provoked it, and so they were wailing on him. But then the video shows after they're wailing on him and he's down in front of the elevator, Kamara comes out of the elevator and just hauls off and kicks him right in the groin. I mean, or in the in the stomach groin area. It's not sure which one, but literally just hauled off and kicked him, I think, and and, and smacked him or something. Oh, and man. so it's like, okay, he wasn't really threatening you there. So that may have been unnecessary, but there had there is some something to the fact that the 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 guy that got the shit kicked out of him provoked it. And so that's where the the trouble lies. But they continue to push it back, and it looks like now if he's going to be suspended, it would be in 2023. Well, I get what you're saying, Pops, on the we've been doing this Jameis Winston thing for a while, but I do think James Winston's is not a bad quarterback. I like him. Kevin, I like Kamara. The, the reason I called you I out like is because I'm almost right there with you. I thought this could <laughs> so, be. Yeah, the what's year, your pick? But... Who's your pick? Who's your pick? Oh, who did I pick? Is my turn? Yeah. All right. I, yeah, let's well, go okay. ahead. If you, I, Here's the you thing. said you're close to me on Winston, so now I just want to know. No, what no, you I think. was with you on Jameis Winston, but I, I mean, Tampa Bay is going to win this division. I think. I think Tom Brady is going to figure out how to get rid of that ball fast, and he better because that offensive line is porous. And I, but I just think he is smart enough. He's got, you know, now he's got Julio Jones over there, which I mean is he's getting long in the tooth. But I just think he'll be able to get rid of that ball very quickly. Uh, and work around that patchwork offensive line, and I think Tampa Bay wins this wins this division. It might be this. This kind of strikes me as one of those where Tony reads off a quote from Perceived Worldwide. It's simple. It's just like Tom Brady, and they're more talented or something. I don't know. Tony, what's what's you and Prestige? What got? is Prestige? Tell me what Prestige, Prestige says. Prestige says Tampa Bay doesn't miss the playoffs, so he's got the Bucks. Um, <laughs> you're pretty simple. Pretty simple. Um, and so here's. Here's one off the wall. This is where I think it goes a little bit nuts in this division. And I'm Uh-oh. actually going to say the Carolina Panthers I, win the NFC. Whoa. If they, wow. if they can stay healthy, they're not – they've got so, weapons. 
They do. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. I, I talk to me. CMC. I think Baker Mayfield. As much as I've we've bad mouthed him, he's not a bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. He had a bad year. Uh, he and, was hurt. He shouldn't have played through that shoulder injury. And so I, I'm not saying he's going to throw more than 25 touchdowns, but he he can control a football game. And uh, and Christian McCaffrey, if Christian McCaffrey is healthy for 14 of 17 games, I, I mean, him and DJ Moore are significant offensive weapons. I, and as we talk about different ways, I, they're – they're serious, and I think the Panthers are a young but improving defensive team. And um, I, I think the Buccaneers, uh, Liff, you mentioned it. I, you know, I don't know that I've ever noticed that Tom Brady is quick on his feet, and I've never noticed that Tom Brady can release the ball in two seconds. Tom Brady depends upon being able to, and is the best quarterback ever at reading a defense and being able to pick them apart when he has the opportunity to look at them. And and that's what you've got to do. And I think the interior part of that line is in such a, a shambles that he's going to have a hard time doing that. Leonard Fournette is not known for his pass blocking. So it's it's like, well, what are you going to do? Um, Cameron Brate is not known for his pass blocking. And so as much as I'd like to say Mike Evans can run a bunch of five yards and outs and Julio Jones can do some button hooks, uh, Chris Godwin's not going to be 100% for at least three or four weeks into the season. Uh, Russell Gage is hurt. I, Isn't Godwin expected to play week one? He just won't, he might not be 100%. Yeah, he's expected to play coming back to the ACL. Okay. It's just going to be a tough one. And so I really think the Bucks could be looking at two and five, you know, three and six, and staring down and like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. And if that happens, I think anybody could take it. It should be the Saints. But I think that opens the door for Carolina, and I, I just think they're young enough and stupid enough. And Matt Rule, you know, I, maybe it's his time. Maybe it is. Maybe he is a good coach, and we just haven't realized it. I, I, I think I'm just saying this is the outside shot that the Panthers take this division because it's an easy division to get if the Buccaneers are a 500 team. If the Buccaneers falter, right. yeah, I think. Because as much as like I I do feel like the, the Saints will have a good year and I like that pick and I like LJ's pick and I, that's why I agree with it. But it wouldn't shock me if like Pops is saying James Winston's throwing a bunch of interceptions and they're not like it wouldn't shock me at all. Honestly, I think the Falcons could be frisky. I'm not saying they're gonna win like make the playoffs, but I could see him I think Mariota's actually gonna have a decent year with the Falcons. I think people kind of forgot that he's a decent player. Uh, I don't know. About you don't that. agree with that at all. Yeah, I, that he's holding that spot down for Malik. Is it Malik? Is that Malik? No, Willis? it's Ritter. They Ritter. drafted Ritter from yeah, Ritter. Yeah. Ritter. Malik is at Tennessee. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So uh, did we get what's 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 oh prestige yeah. at Tampa? Tampa? Tampa just doesn't yeah. miss the playoffs. They, they don't miss the playoffs. <laughs> Anybody got any, anything else on this division or move on? We good. All right. We. What, were you about to say something, Pops? No, no. Last one. Oh. NFC West. Let's um, we got the Super Bowl champs in this one: the Rams, 49ers, Cardinals, Seahawks. That's how it kind of draws out in, in the odds. I will go ahead and say I think the Seahawks might. They could. I think the Seahawks are gonna suck. I think they might win one game, so they're just gonna get between the two me. West divisions Seattle, they have to play. Pick Seattle, okay. No, between the two West divisions they have to play, I think they're just going to get killed this year. It's going to be a tough year for them. Even with superstar um, Drew Locke? 
Even with Missouri's own Drew Locke, I think they have a tough year. I don't even know. They haven't even said he's a starter yet. I think um, Geno Smith starts game first game. I really do. I think, I think Jimmy. Well, as Garoppolo we've discussed on the podcast, I got a little Trevor Lawrence uh, Drew Locke thing. So if he's not a starter, then I feel much better about my my bet there. Um, Uncle Tone, let's let you start things off here. Who you got, dude? I, Rams. I don't know. I, I don't know why we talk about it. I, I know we. I, I said something about a Super Bowl hangover <laughs> earlier, but. Yeah, uh, the, the team Rams, that lost us got a Super Bowl hangover. The dude, Rams are good. You replace Robert they Woods with Allen Robinson. <laughs> yeah, that Odell is something. Beckham. I think people are going to go. Not that like people didn't see it, but you're going to see Allen Robinson be like, "Well, that's not fair. How do they get Allen Robinson? Robinson? He's really good." And then Odell Beckham's going to be back week six. How the hell did this guy come back? Why didn't anybody else pick him up? Uh, Tyler Higby, he's a year a year older, more experienced. Why didn't anybody covering him? And it's like, oh. Cam Akers, yeah, he he's a pretty good running back when he's healthy. You know, I, I you know, I just, I, I the Rams, Aaron Donald, the Rams. I, I, I just, as much as we talked last year about how competitive this division was, they're still good, but I think the Rams have really excelled here. I, the 49ers are going to have a a, sec, a a rookie essentially at quarterback. The Cardinals are trying to piece together the first six or eight weeks of their season. James Conner is really due for a letdown. Uh, you know, Crazy Legs doesn't agree with that. But I, I, I think that that's just – I just see the Rams, this division, have really risen above it and had a great offseason. Bob, so for a few of these picks, you and Tony have been simpatico. Where, where do you go? Well, I, you know, I had San Francisco written down, and I really like their defense. I think Kyle Shanahan's going to have some things going this year. But I crossed them off. And I put the Rams in. And I put the Rams in. But really, the key to me is they've got Allen Robinson. I think Allen Robinson is is going to be so effing happy to have a real quarterback throwing to him. <laughs> I, I really think. And they got a hell of a defense. I just – I'm worried about the Super Bowl letdown, you know, as we as we discussed. But I just think they're the they're the best team in the division, and clearly, I think. Is there clearly. any nervousness? Isn't there some shoulder issues or something going on with Stafford, or is that just? Uh, you know, I've heard that. I'm, I guess I'm not that worked up about it. What do you know, Tony? Tendonitis in his elbow, and it's it's serviceable. So here's a guy, dude. He played with a broken back. Shit, he can play. I'm with just saying, but he's not getting elbow. younger. But yeah, no, I, I don't think the tendonitis is an issue. Now, do do they get to six and two and he sits out a game or two? Maybe, right? Maybe, maybe they uh, monitor. Does he? Does he? Is he restricted to twenty five, thirty passes a game? Maybe. Um, but I, I think well, they. I don't love hearing that from that, a team. So. If I'm. But uh, but yeah, if you and you go twenty for twenty five in a Sean McVay offense, you're still you're still going to get a lot of targets to everybody. You're going to be fine. But. Um, uh, you know, I'm not worried about that elbow. LJ, do you break the mold, or are you? Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to break the mold. I think, I think three of these teams could make the playoffs. I think uh, three of these teams could be contenders, but I think the Rams are the the best choice to make right now. Uh, it's just simple as that. It's just that yeah. simple. It's just they're just. Well, screw that. I'm going with the 49ers. <laughs> 49ers win this division. Trey Lance is good. I think they have a big year. And what I my, I don't know if this is the hot take, but I um, who I'm blank on D'Amico Ryan's is that their defensive coordinator, the former linebacker? I think so. I believe he's the yeah. he that defense is great, and he gets a head coaching job next year. I I think the the 49ers, I do agree. The Rams are good. I'm I'm not saying this is like a runaway, 
But I just I think Trey Lance thing it might be a little rocky, but even rocky for Lance will be good because he's got other things than just timing and throwing. So I think he'll be fine. They locked up Debo. I love me some George Kittle. I just think the fort that the 49ers got they're, they're they fine and they'll they be great. And I'm shot. worried about I agree. I'm worried about the super I'm not worried about Super Bowl hangover for the team that lost it. I'm worried about it for the Rams. We already had Aaron Donald talking about maybe retiring. Sean McVay even floated out maybe retiring. I don't know. I just I'm curious to see like Stafford played it. He, he wanted to get a ring and now he's got it. Does he still have that same hunger? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. I'm going 49ers. What's uh what's first prestige you got? Where, where's he sitting? Rams, still the best team. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. Why why say more word when do less <laughs> or less word do trick? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, all right, so do we? Do, I think we wait to make ours like a Super oh, yeah. Bowl. I'm not ready for that yet. Like that. Oh, yeah, that we, we, yeah, we okay, mold that one. Okay. Right you know, so we got division winners. What's up, Tom? Man, I, you know, I'm feeling really bad now because I'm the same as Lifford, except he's got the Buccaneers and I got the Panthers. How screwed is what that? What if y'all are just both really smart yeah. individuals? Yeah, I am not making a six-pack bet with Lifford, right? <laughs> Putting my future on the Carolina Panthers uh, but with him. But I, I still think it, it good picks. These are these are good. I, I, I think it's very interesting. And there's always somebody that, sh- that comes out of the woodwork that we didn't think yep. about. Or that I think, got, oh, why didn't we say that? You know, The two – uh, biggest picks, I think, of all are Tony with Carolina and Kevin with Jacksonville. I think those are probably the two uh, yeah. uh, long shots, if you will, for sure. Yeah. And I could see either happen or either fall on their face and not well, be close. Kind of what long so. shots do, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we have any more NFL or we does that wrap up NFL talk? We good there? I'm good. Good. Um, well, actually, I did want to say, uh, uh, Shaquem, Gri- Shaquem Griffin uh, just came out Retired. and he came yeah. out with an article in the Players Tribune. I would just encourage everybody to go read it. It's called Plan A and uh, it's just a really good article. So, it- Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem for the, Griffin, for, for those, those who don't know, is the Tom first Hades, and yeah. only player drafted. He, he does not have a hand, correct? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's missing, missing, I believe, his hand. left hand and uh, he played for the uh, Seahawks with his twin brother for a little while. Um, so, uh, give give the article a read. It's really, really good. Where is it? Uh, the Players what, Tribune. Okay. Okay. So I want to just uh, this is um a little a little fun side. It's kind of like Pops has his um bougie problems. This isn't a bougie problem. This is one of uh, a you know every now and then life just gives you a little victory. You know you just right, get right. one of life's little victories. And this uh, this might become a recurring thing. If, if hopefully hopefully we get a lot of life's little victories, but I thought about it and I was like, oh, we should bring them up in the pot. Those, those are good. So I had one the other day. The other day, I wake up for work. So we we we've been we went to Chicago. Me and mom went to Chicago. We saw LJ, hung out, and then came back. And when I got back, I didn't have to be at work. I was working the night shift, so I didn't have to be back at work till one thirty. So I was like, I might try to squeeze in a little nap. Your boy did not set an alarm. <laughs> Apparently, I forgot to set an alarm. I woke up right before when set alarm would have gone off. I was like, I need to wake up around like 1230. I woke up at like 1225, went to go check my alarm, take it off. It wasn't set. So I could have just slept right through work, but the body woke nice. me up. And it was just a, it was just a, 
Body shout out. Shout out for, for, for doing shout the job. Here. Body, body shout man. out. <laughs> yes. I was, uh, I, I thought I, was, I woke up and was like, that could have been real bad. Because like, I put my phone on Do Not Disturb because I really wanted to get a nap. So I didn't want someone to call me. So I would work with a call. I would have just not been answering for you, brother. Right I love it. So a little victory. So in general, as we're going along, if you think of something throughout the week, you have a little victory, just, just a little little nice moment in life. We'll, we'll bring it up right before dad has a duty problem about why he can't. Something about his shoes or his socks or who knows what it is. Or his bed not being made. But do you have any this week? Do you have any bougie problems? Okay. Well, my own, I, I have a real quick bougie okay. problem. But okay. does, they always are. Do, do the Dallas Cowboys have to get a new kicker every year? <laughs> every year. They have to get a new kicker. What the hell is going on? Was the leg, Greg, the leg Zerline just not good enough last year? What the Well, I mean, remember last time they paid a, a big time. They paid Mike Vanderjack. Vander might be the old. longest tenured Cowboys kicker in the last like 30 years. They paid Vanderjack like the highest paid kicker ever because he was like the most accurate ever at the well, Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go start working out and kicking, and maybe next year it'll be Lifford Lutheringer, the kicker for the Dallas Cowboys hey, I, or you something. Know. <laughs> you know? Well, we have our newest long shot for the podcast <laughs> here. There you go. So your bougie problem is you having to remember the Dallas kicker's yes. name every year. Every year it's a new kicker. Good Lord. I do want to. You're going to. I, I don't know if you are because you're. I mean, you're tech savvy, but there's going to be some people out there that are Thursday night football is going to roll around. I don't think it's till week two, but it is. It's on Amazon. I know we've talked about it, but there. I already know there's going to be some phone calls by from some people. I, I know pops has. He's got his gadgets all done. He knows what he's doing over there. There's no worry about him. But there's going to be people who are like. Hold on. Where do I get this game? I pay for I got direct TV. I pay for everything. Why do I have this game? What channel is it on? They're like, well, it's on streaming. Like, well, what's that? How do I get that? It's just no. I don't know why Amazon's not doing a better job of like making it clear where this is. Because I just already know there's going to be people on Thursday pissed off. So if you're one of those that get the call from, from someone in your family asking where the hell this game is, Take a deep breath and help them out. Or if you get the call that says, get off my Amazon Prime account. That's possible. <laughs> uh, we got to figure out, a, we might have to figure out how many t- how many people can be on Sunday ticket and become a couple Sundays from now. <laughs> that That's going to be the key right there. Uh-huh. Hey, who's in my Amazon Prime account? You have 25 I, people watching <laughs> on your Amazon Prime account. Hell no, what? <laughs> I don't know 25 people. Hold on a second. I, there is always I don't, it, now that we've moved to a, a, a more streaming world. Like there's still people, obviously not everyone's streaming, but we're a more streaming world. There's that moment every like NFL Sunday or college football Saturday where you're like, oh, I need to do I have all the apps downloaded that need to be downloaded, or do I, where, where do I get this game at? That game, it, just, it happens every Sunday, right? Because like I last Sunday I think it was I didn't have the Paramount Plus or something, so it's like, oh, I don't get the CBS games. I, need, I think it might happen playoffs, but. It, it just happens, and of course, we don't plan ahead. It was just on Sunday at noon, and now, damn it, I want to watch the football game, so then I buy a subscription service, but here we are. That's how it works. Um, Tony, do you have either? I mean, you, you can have a bougie problem if you want, but mainly I want to know what's in that. It looks like you got something a little dark in that, in that cup. Yeah, I never have a bougie problem. In that problem glass, excuse me. Because Uncle Tony's got a drink. That <laughs> takes care of all my bougie problems. Um, so tonight I'm having what's called an El Jefe. The boss for all those who don't speak uh, the language, but I, I've got a new liqueur that again I want to thank uh, Jacob and Toria for bringing up. It's called uh, Mister Black. It's a coffee liqueur. If you're a Kahlua drinker, 
Dude, I go try this, Mr. Right. Black. This stuff's from Australia. It's really good. If you like coffee liqueur, this is really good. So tonight, the El Jefe is one part Mr. Black, one part tequila, one half parts cold brew coffee, third part agave syrup, and the third part lemon juice. And it actually, uh, you shake it up and put it in, it actually tastes like a whiskey sour with coffee. Okay. And I think you're thinking, holy shit, that's, that's got LJ good. written yeah. all over it. But it's a, it's a sweet and sour kind of mix with a little chocolate. It makes it taste a little chocolatey. It's really good. Let me see what I, it looks like again, Tony. Is oh. there any left? <laughs> it's there empty. Yeah. This is what it, this <laughs> what it looks like. Now. That's what's yeah. a clear glass. That's a clear glass. That's the after. Clear right That's now. the after. I meant the yeah. before. <laughs> Sorry, I should have taken a snapshot. But it's pretty dark. It'll look like a dark, like a like a Guinness. Uh, but it's really good. It's really good. And I, I want to say this, Kevin. I I had a suggestion given to me that may, perhaps we should have a mocktail out there. And so. You know, I, I want to give this out for these summer nights. I, I've got a mocktail uh, recipe that, if you don't mind, can I give you? I would love it, please. All right, because I just I just made this tonight, and and so uh, this is a, a favorite of the ladies of the house, and but I I like it too. Uh, this is called a, a watermelon uh, cocktail, and you can, if you're so in uh, so inclined, you could use a little. Uh, vodka in it, but it's great without it. And so it's two ounces of chilled watermelon juice. And watermelon juice, uh, you can buy it at the store or you can make it yourself. Pretty I, I make. suggest you make it yourself. Just just put it in a mixer and strain it off. It's good. So watermelon juice, uh, an ounce of lime juice, two ounces of watermelon juice, an ounce of lime juice, uh, and then a teaspoon of agave nectar uh, instead of simple syrup. And then here's well, here's the thing is you need to get some watermelon Waterloo sparkling soda and it's watermelon flavored. And so you mix, you, you, you make the mix, put the, put the watermelon juice, uh, mixture in there, top it off with some of that watermelon, Waterloo sparkling water. Mmm, it's tasty. Uh, you just put you, uh, and as a garnish, put a little sprig of, of mint in there. Yum. It's really good. Very refreshing. And for the people out there, there's no free ads here. This is Tony's just telling you what to put in it because it's good. Because it's That's tried good. and true. It's yeah, good. He's yeah. not he's not getting right paid for you. No. Not not getting paid. <laughs> really good. That <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I'd actually yeah. want those little water. Like, like the song. coffee tree sounds good, but <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I almost forgot the most important part of the podcast. So this weekend we were in Chicago. I just want to get the podcast his favorite um Favorite part of the immersive Prince Museum that we went to. The immersive Prince experience. Pops, Tony, do you have anything? Everyone can have their favorite parts. Do y'all have, do y'all your, have your favorite, favorite parts, Pops, Uncle Tony? Of of what? The immersive Prince experience? Oh, y'all, y'all didn't it's in, go. It's in downtown Chicago y'all right now. Go? Yeah, oh, no. Oh, man, that's... No. It's fun. You oh. want to. It's fun. I was, <laughs> it's great. I saw it was fantastic. Oh, well, I guess I guess this will be a segment just for me and LJ then. I I have a bougie problem. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, LJ. I it was pod with these two assholes. <laughs> well, get up to Chicago, bring it. It was it was fantastic. I mean, it was the first was one I did. Uh, we did. It was really. We good. did get confirmation. Uh, let me see what it said here. I know this is something that has been brought up on this podcast, and the um, the exhibit did confirm. February 4th, 2007, 
Prince performs the great. It was like a time show or timeline. It said Prince performs the greatest Super Bowl halftime yeah, of there, all show, uh, halftime show. It wasn't a question mark, a dot so, dot dot anywhere to be seen. It's just a statement. It of It wasn't fact. like period, one of. Just a period. It wasn't one of or maybe just period. the best. And I think it's now that that debate's yeah. done. I mean, I don't even know why there's no other. All the other ones are just trying to. Be and you can trust I'm the Prince Immersive yeah. uh, Interactive Museum to be a non-biased source on greatest Super Bowl halftime shows. <laughs> right. 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 Well, and I happen just to agree over with the part. So, you know, just look over the part where they kind of they didn't actually lie, but they did uh, the way they worded the the, the keytar yeah. that Prince created for himself. They worded it like he invented the well, keytar. Also, he invented that. It also keytar, sounded like Minneapolis probably has keytar. like three thousand people in it. The way they talked about it. So <laughs> yeah, they, they talked about how he never left small town Minneapolis, and I was like, it was great though. It was great. It was fantastic. We're nit, we're picking yeah. nits here, but okay. LJ, do you have do you have a favorite um, part? I just enjoyed the sets real? that were the some of the music videos that you could like uh, photo opportunities and kind of see. You know um, the. They did have the when doves cry, like it, mm-hmm. it was like they built that music video yep, with the tub, yep. like the, the bathtub and stuff, and it looked very just cool, like the music cool. video. It was cool. So, I loved. I thought it was cool, LJ, and, and you probably the one you probably had one flaw with it because it wasn't like they made the knobs real big with the studio that the re like they redid yeah. the studio. They made it for like idiots where I yeah. could use it. So you could like, like master, it wasn't like an action studio, but it was master, kind of. I think like, it was nineteen ninety nine, maybe, or but you can master a song with like each stem. Um, and just kind of set the volumes and take things out. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Felt a lot like my job. It to was me, sweet, but uh, <laughs> yeah. true, true. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. I, I saw the pictures. Like, I want to go. Yeah, bad. yeah. I'm really. I, I'm really I for one was amazed by. I didn't realize he put out that much. At one point, oh, that man was putting God. out album after album, like, like nonstop. All right. When would y'all say his best run was? Was it probably? Was it the '90s or like the '80s or 1999 was pretty. So at that late late seventy, and that was put out in ninety four. When was nineteen ninety nine? Was that eighty four? Uh, no, that was mid mid to early eighties. Eighty four, eighty four, early eighties. Eighty four, nineteen ninety nine was no. Nineteen ninety nine would have been eighty two. Uh, 80, yeah, I was going to say okay. eighty one or eighty two. You would have nailed it. Uh, controversy was seventy nine or eighty, and then um, so you got controversy. Then nineteen ninety nine. Then uh, Purple Rain. Then um, uh, oh geez, see, I first, shouldn't have started. First Prince album I bought was <laughs> the Eponymous album, just Prince Prince, mm-hmm. which was I think Prince, about well, his and third maybe Prince. No, for you, Prince for you was the first one. Prince for you, and then Prince, mm. and then Controversy, and then When Dirty Mind. When well, was Dirty Mind? Dirty, Prince, no, sorry, Dirty, Dirty Mind. Mind Controversy yeah. ninety nine Purple Rain Around the World in the Day, and then the list just goes on forever oh, after that. Yeah, it goes yeah. on. The, uh, mom was kind of saying 1999 was the one where like, okay. at least she had mentioned that felt like the one everybody had that. Like if yeah. you didn't have that, it's like, who yeah. are like, what? You're like, like you got to have that. One mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No, that, that was, that was the, that's, that was the launch. It, it, those albums from, from controversy to sign of the times, significant significant effort i just you, you could book in those and he made great music after sign of the times but between those two i don't know if you've had an artist have that kind of what? run except for and the that's Beatles. uh six records in a six-year time like that is just madness uh-huh. to have a good run crazy like that. phenomenal yeah. phenomenal crazy crazy I, after doing that i'm already a prince fan but after doing that uh the experience thing we did 
I'm ready for. I don't know. You've watched some of them, pops. I think, and y'all probably have too. The HBO was doing those. I think they still are the music documentaries. Yeah, is Prince They've one been of doing, them? No, but I I would love a Prince one. Like really go because I kind of got more into. It. I didn't realize Prince did. It was a similar. Me and LJ were talking about it. I was like, it sounds similar to the to that he was one of the early ones on the fight of artists getting their really yeah. trying to make sure artists got their own their music because yeah, right. the, the, the label does. Well, and, not and that this is turning into. A- Prince podcast, but the Prince estate just settled uh, a few months ago, and so everything is now settled. The corporations have been it's been sold. the The heirs have settled, so I suspect we'll start to see a documentary, and probably you'll see a film or something come out here in the next few years on Prince because they've settled. Well, and the Prince estate had they were a part of this thing we went to, so that makes sense. Okay. Maybe that yeah, that more stuff's on the works. I'm just. I'm ready, I, and I think there's probably a lot of young people who play, know print like the big song, the big print songs, but don't really know the print story. And I can tell you just from going from that thing, there's a lot I learned. That there's a lot more to unpack. Yeah, here I got advice story. for you. If you want dig in, mm-hmm. dig into Prince. There's a lot yeah. there. Dig in, dig in. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> the arm, the artist formerly known yeah. as Prince. Dude. <laughs> The un, what was it? The unpronounceable yeah. symbol? Is well, that yeah. what he was doing? Well, that was part of trying to get artists right. paid. That's why I think yeah. Yeah. That, that's part of that. Prince Rogers Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. RFP, bro. Cool stuff. Good rest guy. in peace. And speaking of, before we, before we say rest goodbye, uh, rest in peace also to rest in, rest in peace to Lynn Dawson yeah. just passed yeah. away all the time. Quarterback. Dad posts. He's got the iconic picture where he's at halftime of Super Bowl smoking a cigarette and drinking a find out that wasn't a beer. <laughs> or was fresca, it a beer? Fresca. Fresca. Yeah. Fresca and a cigarette. That, I mean, that's the meal yeah. you need at halftime to really yeah. get you ready. Uh, Tony, you yeah. said off the uh, off the pod, uh, you, you met Lynn Dawson? Yeah. So, um, grew up in Kansas City for several years, and my parents had um, season tickets. And so, uh, we, a- as a young kid, you know, you're pulling on your dad. Dad, 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 I want to see, I want to see. And so, uh, the fans you know the fans can line up and this was back in the um uh, 70s early 70s and so it was just coming out and fans are and back then you just right he just you know he shook my hand and and went on and uh but was really nice nice you know i i still remember it you know and i i had the i had the lynn dawson um uh, uh jersey and wore it around and uh he offered you a smoke tony <laughs> He did not. He did not. He, he did not offer eight-year-old Tony Green a smoke. He did not. But I do remember meeting him. He hung out with your dad out back, though. And now he and Dad probably had a scotch. Now that that would not have. They probably went ahead to Johnny Walker somewhere. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty. It back then, you know, as a kid, he just huge, he's a huge man to me then. But he wasn't that. There, he wasn't that big of a guy. You watch yeah. him on TV later. Just one of the. Yeah. There you go. You never know. Tony might be like, "Yeah, I met Mark Cuban. We played pool, or yeah, or Lynn Dawson. You just never know who Uncle Tony's bump shoulders yeah. are. That's He's right. A man of mystery. Mm. <laughs> All right, time. that wraps us up for this week's pod. As we mentioned before, the Making the Greens about to drop quarterbacks and tight ends, yeah. or maybe just quarterbacks. But they got a new pod coming out in any moment. And if any positions you're looking on, we got they got position groups you can just go. Maybe maybe you don't need a full dive, but you just need some help on receivers. They got you covered. Like yeah. Whatever it is you need, they got you covered fantasy wise. Get prepared for your draft with yep. making the Green Podcast. And as always, subscribe wherever you get your podcast to us and rate and review us. 
do you think I could whoop a cow's ass? Let us know in the comments. Maybe leave a rate and review and let us know. There's got to be somebody out there who backs me. I'm sure there's somebody that backs me in this endeavor. Somebody doesn't know what a cow is. (laughs) That'll do us for this week's pod. (laughs) Guys, peace out. I got to go find a cow. Peace. I got to go find a cow. I'm glad Dylan texted you that, dude. That's... Hilarious. That is hilarious. Now, hey, I he saw actually, Dylan today. He's big enough. He might could take a cow. That boy. He saw him. Dylan's a big boy. There's yeah, a lot of no. men there. No, I don't. No. No, no. no I agree. No. Yeah. He even, he was, I think in the text messages, he, he was a little hot. Just that, like, just, he was like, I can't believe you even have the audacity to say some shit like that. Like, I know you can't be serious, but just to say it, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. All right, boys. Y'all. Well, I can whip yeah, the cats. Sorry, y'all. Enjoyed it. Hey, I got to go watch Hard Knocks and go to bed. I sent, we sent those two files yeah. last night, so you should have yeah. them. And Jake's uh, tied up tonight. Couldn't get done. He's working late. He's leaving tomorrow uh, Tomorrow uh, to travel. So we won't drop a game on Monday. Thank you.